0: KBLA Talk 1580. Mm-hmm. Be of those who to be <laughs> yes, indeed. 809-20-1580. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Let's talk about it. We got a lot going on. We got a lot to talk about, as always. And um, whether you're in the chat on KBLA 1580 uh, YouTube, um, or whether you are on these phones, I'd love to hear your perspective, even on the social media, KBLA 1580 on every single platform. Um, that's where we are. And I sure would appreciate you joining me there. Now it's Friday is our, uh, big announcement around here around about our climate justice campaign and the, the piece says, uh, climate is king, climate justice is king. And, you know, maybe that sounds abstract, but I always say this and I truly believe this. If we do not have a planet that can sustain human life, every other issue is moot. If we don't have a planet that's habitable, what else are we even talking about? If you can't breathe, if there's no water to drink, if it's too hot to sustain human life, what are we even talking about? And... 2023 was the hottest year on record. Global temperatures. And not, it wasn't even close. Um, Not even close. This is, um, I'm looking at a a chart right here. Um, In the New York Times. And it's, yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't track Celsius, but it's—I don't do Celsius plus one point seven eight Celsius. Um, but it's—it looks—it's uh, higher than ever in history, and they're saying scientists are telling us this year can be even hotter. Um, yeah, just rising, rising temperatures and more and more strange occurrences in terms of, uh, occurrences in terms of climate events, disasters, um, and the rate of change, uh, speeding up. So I'm happy to be addressing it as a radio station, as a community, because it's not just us. We'll have some powerful partners and you will meet them on Friday. If you meet us up, Uh, At the top of the hill, Kenneth Hahn Park, it is at 1030 in the morning. And you know, if you've been up there, there's that MLK monument, right? Up at the top of the hill, Um, you can meet us there. Um, And we saw it, we saw it all over the world. We saw it in China, we saw it in Greece, we saw it in Spain, and we saw it in the United States, particularly in the South. Canada, remember the wildfires? 45 million acres burned there. Um, Less sea ice than ever measured. These are not good signs. Um, We'll get more numbers from NASA and the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration uh, and another group called Berkeley Earth. Those are supposed to come out later this week. But... um, if you think about it, the 2015 Paris Agreement around global warming was meant to keep things to 2 degrees Celsius, no more than 2 degrees Celsius, that being seen as a tipping point. If possible, 1.5 degrees Celsius. That was like the optimistic, yes, please. But last year, we were 1.78. And that shows you, even if you don't do Celsius, that we are walking right along the edge of what um, we can sustain. Now, the good news is when we make efforts, when we scale back greenhouse gases, which are responsible for most of the actual warming, um, it does make a difference. The good news is it's not too late to save ourselves. It's not too late to save my life, to save your life, to save the planet. And we have the science to do it, right? But if we don't, If we don't get real serious about it, then we're going to have to be the ones that hold our elected officials, our corporations, our world leaders accountable. We have to. Uh, No one else is going to do it. No one else is going to make sure your kids and your grandkids have breathable air. Going straight to Fred calling me from the Crenshaw District. Good morning.
1: Oh, good morning, Sister Dominic. How you doing, my sister?
0: I am blessed. What's on your mind this morning?
1: A happy New Year. Thank you. Yes, okay. I'm sure you're going to be in the camp parade on Monday the 5th. You're going to be uh, on a float?
0: I'll be floating around Lamert Park. I'm not going to be on a float, but I'll be floating around. You know, we got that festival uh, that happens after the parade in Lamert, and that is always tons of fun. Are you going to be on a float, Fred?
1: Well, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be observing. I'll be at King and Crenshaw at the bus bench. I'll see everybody. I'll say happy King there, everybody. And, uh, I have a couple of runs to do, so I'll see if I get over to the Park, but I definitely uh, will be on the corner of King and Crenshaw by, uh, Chris and Cream Donuts.
0: Okay. All right. Fine. Fred, that, buy Krispy Kreme. You're not going in, though. Yep. You're not getting any donuts. You
1: just... Well, well, <laughs> no, 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 well, see, what I'm going to do, see, we have a McDonald's in my neighborhood. I'm going I'm to give me a breakfast, and then, uh, uh, see, this is from 11 to 1, so while they're coming down, uh, while the parade is coming down, okay, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to be feasting my face on on uh, Mickey's food.
0: Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, so, so much for that that go. resolution. But anyway, I know that's not what you called me about.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, well, you know, about about the election. You know, look, I was reading the L.A. Times paper, and it looks like the Supreme Court is going to let uh, Trump uh, be on the uh, uh, ballot. Uh, there's 17 states waiting to see uh, what's going on. And uh, right now it looks like we only got two people, uh, Joe Biden and, and uh Donald trump, there's a possibility that Joe Manson may come out he said he wants to make the March fifth, but he won't say now as to which uh uh- p- p- party he may get behind. could be uh independent but if you remember some time ago that's not really uh help to go. remember when Ross Perot was running, that takes away votes from uh the democrat yeah. and yeah. um Repumpkin, but everybody's gotta get out there and vote. Democracy is on the line. You know, sometimes uh, my mom and dad say so have to take the lesser I V. I I w I don't wanna see uh Trump up there for another four years. I, I rely on uh, social security. He wants he and this guy, he wants to go out of Medicare, wants to get a reunions, get an overtime pay and both him and Ron, the son, so I come, sir, they, they both racing them. then Nikki Haley couldn't even answer the question. They, they asked her, what What uh, was the cause of the Civil War? Well, uh, two governments couldn't get, get together. It was slavery. She said, well, of course it was slavery. Well, why didn't she say that? See, that all... Because she's a Confederate,
0: at- because she's a white supremacist Confederate. She's a, she's a uh, you know, uh, proof along with uh, Clarence Thomas that... Uh, You don't have to be white to practice white supremacy.
1: Yeah. Uh, But anyway, uh, I think... uh Biden can give us, but the young people got to come out, the SPAN, the LGBT, uh, Asians, all all of us got to band together to make sure that guy don't get another uh, four years in uh, office. That'd be terrible. I know you got a lot of calls lined up. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'm going to try and get on uh, uh, next week.
0: Okay, it's great to hear from you, Fred. Um, Nikki Haley, a.k.a. Nimarata Nikki Rontawa Haley. Uh, So it really, if you think about it, it's kind of like a rapper. She, her name is only instead of going more street, you know, she went more mm, mainstream. Shall we call it mainstream? Shall we call it, uh, shall we call it general market? Or shall we just go on ahead and say white? (laughs) Nimarata, she she didn't choose, choose, she chose her middle name, Nikki. And last name is is actually Haley, but she didn't choose Nimarata Rondawa, And she chose Nikki and Haley. Interesting. But that just goes to show you uh, what I just said. Yeah. You got to look at the policy, not the person. You know, it's so crazy. I was thinking when I said Clarence Thomas, it reminded me of my father, the late Amiri Baraka, a.k.a. Leroy Jones, who used to call him Thomas Clarence. Can I say that on the radio? I don't know, Miles, I don't know. I guess Tavis will let me know. He used to call him that. And I remembered that in my mind, when I woke up this morning and said my prayers before I came here, um, I thought about um, 10 years ago today, my father made his transition. And I remembered how the day after that, I was I was on the radio because I knew that my dad loved me to be on the radio. He didn't want me to stop for pregnancy, for uh disasters, for anything. And so um I just wanted to join you to join me in dedicating today's show to my papa, the late Mary Baraka aka Leroy Jones, who made his transition 10 years ago today and how how uh ironic it is that today is a talking point Tuesday. Because my dad was the king of slicing, dicing, and totally obliterating talking points and propaganda. He was the king of it. He could see through the BS with some kind of x-ray vision that I'm still uh, striving to develop at that level. The analysis. I mean, we could go see a James Bond movie and he would break down all the political points that were there and what the propaganda was Uh, Was that was present, that was hidden in in the script and uh, reminded us that all art is political, so we might as well be intentional about what it is we want to say. I thought about that because he was relentless in his dogging out of the Supreme Court justice criminal Clarence Thomas until I find out whether I could say it how my dad said it. I better just (laughs) call him by his government name. And um, he actually is the one that dubbed them the "extreme court" long before they was they were as cravenly white supremacist as they are today. And I I do borrow that phrase from him when I talk about the extreme court, the far right wing activism of our current court. I can only imagine what he would be saying today. The revelation of J- uh, Clarence Thomas's thirty eight. Luxury vacations paid for by far right-wing Republican billionaires. I can only imagine what he would be saying about Nimarata Nikki Rondawa, Haley. I can only speculate on what he would be saying about the hearing that we face today to find out whether he who shall not be named China Dawn, the 45th president or 44 and a half, as, as Attorney um, Jomphy calls him, what today is the day he finds out whether he will be named, deemed above the law by uh, by our courts. I can only imagine. I often wonder, what would my dad say? What would Dick Gregory say? Right now, I'd love to hear what you would say. 800-920-1580. I'm Dominique De Prima, and you're listening to unapologetically progressive KVLA Talk 1580.
2: She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. The conversation continues right now, right now, right now, right now right with now, Dominique DePrima on first things first, first
0: things first. Yes, it does. Fred called me on eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty, and you can, too, as uh, as did Randy from Watts. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. You know, Dominique, your dad is so proud of you. I've I, I followed you since you've been on this station here in KJLH. Thank you. And you you, uh, I, a, as a daughter, I have a daughter similar to you, and you ladies just make us dads so proud <laughs> when we see how you how you excel. I mean, I'm really, I mean, I, I admire and I know the amount of effort you, you're on. You, you got the, your thumb on everybody's pulse. But let's talk about the pulse right now of this global warming, a.k.a. climate change. A.K.A. why are we going overboard on these fossil fuels? I'm on 99 right now. I've got an airplane part in here. No, I've got a refinery part that's going to a facility up here. I must have passed about 1,500 to 2,000 trucks. Wow. Not one was was an electric. And I think I saw one natural gas truck that was an Amazon truck.
4: Mm, mm, mm.
3: But do you, but do, do I, does our community realize that California is the only state that's pushing its emissions to this degree? And Dominic, there's gotta be at least 50,000 to 125,000 trucks that don't even come to California that haul perishables, meats, produce, Things of that magnitude that we need to consume.
0: You say they don't come and here. Is it? And you're saying it's because of our restrictions around emissions.
3: Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're the we're the only state now. We we're responsible go greenhouse gases, carbon monoxide, aka greenhouse gases. And you are aware of what photosynthesis is, right? Absolutely. Now our trees and anything that lives thrives off of greenhouse gas. But yet and still, I do not see campaigns set forth to replenish our forests.
0: Even I mean, in the city, know, I, Randy, I, I don't understand why, and for those who don't know, photosynthesis is the process by which plants uh, breathe and and live, the way they eat, the way they process the sun's rays, the way they are able to turn carbon monoxide and toxins in the environment um, into uh, breathable air and and I don't understand why yeah. they they're constantly like even in in, in the west side of south l a they're constantly sh- cutting down. All these trees and trimming them back so severely where they're just twigs, and yet we hear about how we got to plant all these trees. And if you go over to the west side and you go to the wealthier neighborhoods, it's lush and green.
3: God, you are so smart. I love you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. You are so, you are so correct. Now, I've been preaching this for the last 20 years, and they look at me like. Well, that's six foot four giant. He don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but the reality, I'm I'm driving through here right now. We got eucalyptus here on ninety nine. These trees only last about twenty years, and I'm passing dozens of them that are dead, and they're not replacing them with evergreens. Yeah, I mean, and you know, our for- our forests could be replenished. Nobody's planting pines. Nobody's doing any birch or, 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 or oak, and we're talking about this. It's going to be a matter of time to when our food supply, or what we call the supply chain, is is drastically hammered behind staple items that we can't get in California, and our government here is jumping on. And, and, you well, and I, mean, I know you heard me say it. Go ahead. I, I, I call it the... I, I call it a uh, uh, global warming religion. Yeah,
0: because but here's the thing, Randy. The solution is not for us to stop our standards. The solution is for other states to step up because then it wouldn't be so expensive if everyone shared the cost and those trucks could come on in here because they'd be up to our standards. The, 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 the solution is not for us to... De- Go ahead and go back to destroying the planet. The solution is for the other 49 states to step the heck up. Once again, you have an example of a blue state, California, big economy, basically paying the bill to save your butt. Why should we have to pay the bill to save your butt, Texas, Florida, Wyoming? That's not fair. But that's exactly what's happening. And then they wrong. want to clown us. Oh, they have climate standards. Oh, their gas is expensive because they're trying to save the planet. Well, you know what? And that's the, that's the thing about the climate emergency. We all breathe the same air. We can't wall off California's air, just have nice, clean, fresh oxygen here while y'all, you know, choke on your waste. No, we have to share the air. And so I, I, to me, the solution is upgrade everybody, not downgrade Cali.
3: No, no, no the, the, the solution needs to be looked at, and we're and we're treading it carefully, but at but at at a cost that's that that we don't know what the cost is. I mean, I've I've talked to farmers out here because I deliver to a lot of grain and farm locations, and they're telling me their bumper crops are going like gangbusters. Now, is that a fact that maybe we we've got so much carbon monoxide and there's so much greenhouse gases? if these plants are taking advantage of it maybe
0: i mean that only time. goes to a point when you get to a point with your carbon yes. monoxide you kill the plants right i mean you can't they can't endlessly and infinitely take on more and more and more toxins and you know and we're hearing now about trapping carbon monoxide in oceans and, you know, and and, and g- in greenhouse gases under the ocean, that the ocean has the capacity to do that, too. But at the same time, they want to mine on the ocean floor, which would actually release th- that carbon monoxide, which is trapped down there. So, you know, all of these things have an interplay and a delicate balance. And there's no one simple solution, but we're going to have to change our lifestyle. And eliminating fossil fuels really? is got to be at the top of the list. It has to be, no matter how much big oil fights it.
3: Well, one of the realities of fossil fuels, it's not just fuel. It's plastic. Yeah. It's, it's adhesive. True. It's paint. It's glue. It's grease. It's cosmetics. It's that cherry when I had hair. <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I had hair, I sprayed it on my head. You know, Miles in there and I had hair, yeah, Miles.
0: Anyway, but look, uh, I have hair. I don't everywhere. spray it on my hair. I don't use petroleum on my skin. I know I, you guys might take my black card for not using Vaseline, but Vaseline is made from petroleum. We shouldn't be putting things on our skin or on our hair that we couldn't potentially put in our mouth. So all natural products, products that are made by black-owned purveyors, you know, get you some some mixed chicks, some kinky curly, get you some organic cold-pressed coconut oil instead of that Vaseline or some shea butter. That way you don't kill yourself and you don't kill the planet. That's a win-win. You can still have curls.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And we need to realize, and most of us, most of us as consumers don't realize that. Yeah. But you keep us aware of what's happening. I just don't want to see the shelves lay bare. And we already can see how the bananas that I, what I mentioned to you last year can't last in the house more than two days. And a lot of us just think it's no. It's because those bananas are not coming into the port of Los Angeles like they
0: were. Okay, got to leave it there. We got news, traffic, and sports right here. Hard stop, Randy, but it's a great conversation on KBLA Talk 1580.
2: Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. The righteous rage. and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk fifteen
0: eighty. We are and it is a uh, perfect time to call me eight hundred nine two oh fifteen eighty, eight hundred nine two oh fifteen eighty. We've got the other Fred, another Fred. Uh, Fred from LA, good morning.
2: Hello, Dominique. I've um, been listening, and I said I'd call you back, E. Gene Carroll. Uh, Friday, I was listening, and a woman said, uh, one of your callers said, uh, Donald Trump couldn't even go into Walmart. So uh, when the story broke about uh e. Jean Carroll's lawsuit, I went to uh, the beauty queen herself and, and asked her a question. Of course, I knew what the answer would be.
0: Who's the my beauty 70, queen?
2: I'm sorry. My my Yeah, my 72-year-old sister. She won the 1966 uh, homecoming queen of uh, Dorsey High School. I had to chaperone her in those years. But anyway, here's the question, and, I asked, and I'm going to ask the same question to you. Uh, it was about uh, 1993 on a Thursday. She didn't know which one it was. It was about 7.30 p.m. She's coming out of a department store, and Donald, she says, Donald Trump going in. So I asked my sister, uh, she being E. Jean Carroll, me being me. <laughs> uh, uh, my girlfriend or my wife, uh, about your size, looks pretty good. About like you. Uh, would you go, come to the back uh, room to the uh, woman's and woman's department? I want to buy her something for her birthday or anniversary or whatever it was, and um, try on uh, her size of clothes. Oh, and by the way, there's no attendant there either. Of course, maybe I didn't know that at the time. But would you, would you go back there and, and, and try some things on and if I can get my girlfriend or my wife uh, a gift? And before I could finish, <laughs> my sister used street language at me. I hadn't heard her use street language <laughs> since 1972. <laughs> She's a church-going woman. Okay. Now, we all know the answer to the question. To the well, to but, question. You're,
0: but you're oh. not really telling this whole story right. Uh, Fred, I, I'm assuming from the way you're telling the story that uh, you do not believe Eugene Carroll
2: not at all would you go to the would you go to the, to the back well when you?
0: i the reason i say you're not doing a fair telling of the story is that eugene carol and donald trump knew each other she was a writer she had written about him he was a very famous billionaire playboy developer and so it's not like he was some random guy just asking her to go to the back if i saw let's say i don't know i don't i'm okay let's say elon musk we're not close friends but i know him i've been to his house. I uh, and before I knew, you know, how wild he was on the right wing side. If I would have run into Elon Musk in a store, you know, I've talked about him on the radio. I've I've met him before. He's famous. He's a famous billionaire. I don't think he's going to risk it all on me. Uh, I, yeah, I would I would help him pick out something for his his girl. He when I when I met him originally, he was a pretty nice guy. He seemed like a nice guy, and before he went over, you know, to the dark side. Um, yeah, I would, sure I would. I'd be like, okay, you know, I got a minute. He's Elon Musk. He's a powerful guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll go, uh, help you figure out what you're getting for, um,
2: (laughs) one of your many girlfriends.
0: (laughs) yeah
2: I, I I followed the entire case. Donald Trump says he doesn't know her. He still says he doesn't know her. How did Donald I get, Trump did is judgment? a liar.
0: Let's not forget the guy is a liar. Number one. I don't even like calling names. That's not a name that that's not a name calling. That's a fact. He doesn't tell the truth. He's pictured hugged up on right next to her. So he does where, where know can I her. Read
2: this? Where can I see this?
0: The picture? It's everywhere. Uh, you, no,
2: I haven't seen it you, haven't well, seen it.
0: you know following the case too close then.
2: <laughs> I thought it was the case about as close as it can be. Possible. No,
0: you don't. If you haven't seen the picture,
2: okay, anyway, I gonna...
0: want to let you get to your point. Um, but yeah, they're they're pictured together um, from back then. Uh, he's looking rather Donald Trumpish. Anyway, well, go I ahead. You you were making a point. You you asked you you forced your sister to c- to well. Okay, his arms aren't no, around her. my
2: sister. I asked her the question. You forced would, would her to cuss. To room, <laughs> okay, well, we'll the,
0: what point were you making?
2: I, I asked her, would she go to the dressing room with a strange man? It is, in it is my opinion, that this, they were no, strangers.
0: No, I wouldn't either, and but they weren't. They're not. they're not strangers. They're pictured together. He's chatting her up at a party. They're not strangers. And uh, I think Marla Maples, is that Marla Maples? or Yeah, that's Marla Maples. So... Uh, when he was married to Marla, she's in the picture too.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? I have seen that picture, but Donald Trump—he's <laughs> he's not. Uh, oh, in now you've with seen her. the he's picture. Not, you know, a lot. Yeah, I've seen it. But I've he's schmoozing it, but her. He's talking her up. You no, know, you would have to have a video. That, 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 no, this was a steal. How could he be talking her up in a, with a? Steal? You
0: can tell everyone's looking at him. They're laughing at him. He's clearly doing what Donald does. What you know? What us Gemini's do is get to talking, become the center of attention. He's a liar. But anyway, what was your bottom line? Your your bottom line that, was that, that okay. your bottom line that, that was that. that you don't believe her,
3: no, or that no,
0: no woman would go to a dressing room with a guy. No. But I don't I don't agree with that because she she knew him and he was famous. It's not like some guy. If you know. um if you ask your sister if she would go, uh, you know, to a dressing room to help, what bl- name a black billionaire. I don't know, uh, Tyler Perry, pick out something for his girlfriend. She's met no, Tyler a Perry a couple times. He's a billionaire. He's well-known. She don't think he's going to attack you because he has a lot to lose. And also, you just don't, we are not trained because of the bias in the media. We're not trained to think a billionaire famous person is also a serial predator on women, which Donald Trump clearly is.
2: Oh, okay. Thank you for your time. (laughs) Bye.
0: (laughs) I wonder if, if his sister is listening, Fred, thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Woo! Yeah. And, and, and this is, you know, and I get it. A lot of people don't ever believe the women, which is why we say, believe the women. I do think due process is still a thing. Um, and so, you know, the balance part of the Me Too movement is believe the women do an investigation, consequences for the man pending investigation and legal action, right? Um, the Second Court of Appeals um, has rejected a request by lawyers for Donald Trump. Oh, I don't even like saying it. Duh! Former President Donald Trump uh, for... for. um The full court to look at whether federal immunity protects him from being sued for defamation by E. Jean Carroll, who we were just talking about. So he's not getting immunity for that one, um, according to the Second Circuit Court, U.S. Court of Appeals. Now we will see uh, what um, the ruling is um, concerning the presidential immunity. um, Hmm today um he has a court appearance i mean it's just insane this guy's going to court he's going to sit in court the iowa caucuses are a little less than a week away on mlk day monday um but uh, this guy is going to sit in court and of course you know this is regarding immunity around the january 6th attack the coup attempt but it obviously, if, if he's granted immunity, it's going to be a situation that will impact every other case. And I don't know if that leaks over into the civil case against E. Jean Carroll. I don't know because I'm not a lawyer and I haven't asked a lawyer. But it seems to me if the ruling is that the president is above the law, that the president, that a former president cannot be put in trial, on trial for any crime related to the office, Unless they're impeached first and then convicted by Congress, it seems like it would impact everything. Although I'm not sure how defaming uh, E. Jean Carroll's related to the presidency, but stretching the law, stretching the truth, stretching uh, credulity is a specialty of this particular former president, A.K.A. China Don. I'm Dominique De Prima. <laughs> Love to hear from you. Eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. We are. KBLA Talk 1580, 40 acres and a mic.
2: More of First Things First with Dominique deprima when we come forward. Your ancestor's favorite radio station. Radio station. And your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique deprima right now. right now. Do
0: you remember the conversation we had with Black Lives Matter Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi chapter organizer Marquel Bridges, where he talked about the body buried um, that was buried by um, police there. Uh, young man, so-called missing after an encounter with police at a traffic stop. And then turns out he was buried in a pauper's grave, an unmarked grave. The family found out. And then Marquell was telling us about how they had found out about two other similar situations where law enforcement is just taking these black people, burying them in shallow graves, not notifying the families. Well, now they have found 215 bodies buried behind a jail in Mississippi. And of course, uh, Marquel Bridges and Black Lives Matter Mississippi is on the case. They're calling for a federal investigation. Uh, They are protesting to bring uh, light to this situation. They have even caught the attention of Attorney Ben Crump, who's now getting involved. Um, They were, again... In in a pauper's makeshift semina- uh, cemetery behind the Hines, uh County Penal Farm, and they are not. Uh, I was talking with uh, my friend uh, Dr. Abdullah. These are not. With the first thing I sa- thought when I read it, which is, this is must be a slave cemetery. No, unless by slave you mean person in the last couple of years black person um, and there are some other folks. I, I mean, I'm assuming that they're not all black, but I'm not sure um, that are being just thrown away like garbage by law enforcement. Um, I mean, we talk about black life mattering. It means when you l- lose a black life or when you steal a black life, It has to be honored and respected the way you would any other person. These are the reasons why we say black lives matter, because y'all act like it doesn't matter, because y'all treat us like it doesn't matter. You shoot us down in the streets like it doesn't matter. You bury us in pauper's graves like it doesn't matter. That's why we have to say it. And, um, you know, we, we... tend to focus on BLMLA because we are in Los Angeles and Black Lives Matter Los Angeles has a show here on Saturday mornings from 8 to 10. Um, this is not a drill. but there are 33 chartered chapters of Black Lives Matter, and they are all doing important work And this story. It's It just makes my skin crawl and my spirit cry. And I'm so glad that Marquel Bridges and others are on this case. Um, this stemming from, remember, um uh, we talked about it, Jonathan David Hankins. Um his family found out he died from the news. And he was the third guy that was buried without the family being notified. So we will track this story. Hopefully, we'll get Marquel back on to get some insight into a horrifying story, a story that makes me remember focusing on what we want. What we want is justice here. And the fact that these activists are on the case uh, means that perhaps some of these families will get a measure of relief, a measure of justice. And it makes me want to pray because this is the kind of evil doing that requires light, that requires prayer, that requires faith. Let's go to Howard calling us from Watts. Hi, Howard. Ola, jumbo, hotep. What's up, Howard? You with me? Howard, did you go out to breakfast? Did you go to sleep? Okay, I guess we don't have Howard anymore. Howard, call me back if you want to. Let's go to D. Calling us from the LBC, as y'all like to call it. Good morning, D.
4: Good morning, Dominique. How you being?
0: I am blessed and highly favored. How art thou?
4: Great and greater. Um, I want to put on my Donald Trump hat for a moment. <laughs>
0: you have one of those? Does it say make America great again, honey?
4: No, it says O.A. Dodgers. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> okay. So we'll imaginary Trump hat. Got it.
4: Okay. I would take a page out of Richard Nixon's playbook and choose a Latina running mate from a battleground state. Bob Dole and George W. Bush both got at least 10% of the black vote, which was the old minimum threshold for electability. A Trump 2.0 would be the equivalent of an Augusto Pinochet, whose antithesis is Michelle Bachelet, uh, of the Chicago Boys' School of Benevolent Dictators.
0: Yeah, maybe he can get as Enrique Tarrio, the Proud Boys leader. Maybe he's, he's Cuban. <laughs> uh, Marco but, but Rubio.
4: Goes, <laughs> maybe Ew. no, no, because it, because the the boots reference that I don't think that would be viable. Remember something about the the boots that um, go go boots that Mr. Trump insinuated that Mr. Um, oh yeah,
0: uh, and he called, uh, he called him Little them. Marco. But these guys are so they're so spineless, worm-like. That You know, he he called Ted Cruz's wife ugly. You don't think Ted Cruz would take the job? Absolutely he would. He, he, uh, he's, he'd get his wife a makeover and keep it pushing.
4: Well, as goes America, so goes the world.
0: Marco would be out there with um, go-go boots dancing on the campaign trail. <laughs> Trump, Rubio, 24. I mean, yeah, it's, strategically it's a smart move. Pull in more of the Latine vote. And F the black folks, although some gullible Tom S. Clarence followers are, you know, and I I believe some, some. I call you gullible, you might call yourself independent-minded, whatever some black folks will vote for he who shall not be named, whatever the circumstance. But I think, yeah, I think strategically that would be a smart move.
4: A Trump 2.0 would unleash a wave of autocrats and fascists from Marine the Pen. It already France, has. To Jair <laughs>
0: yeah, it already has. Yeah.
4: So, you know, it's pretty much what it is.
0: And, but here's the thing, Dee, I mean, you're one of, you're part of our KBLA delegation. We talk all the time. I know you're a Republican and I don't get it. You can clearly see the white nationalist extremism that's being unleashed upon our country, the fascist wave that's circling the globe, and yet you stay in the party of white supremacy House way.
4: They aren't the only party of white supremacy, but um Oh shots fired I get to be <laughs> I, I get to be on the ground floor of remaking a party. The ground floor. Who gets that opportunity? Never. You never get that opportunity.
0: Well, Trump's already remade the because party and I think it's gonna be man, hard to remake it at more than he's remade it. You have to unmake old it. Old white and men
4: it. old old white men will eventually die as all men do. But you know, to me, it's just, it's, it's a opportunity, you know, you get on the Old men, for, old white men
0: die, it? I mean, not wishing death on anyone, really, uh, retirement, not death. But, um, but they have spawned, I mean, Dylan Roof is what, 23 by now, you know, white supremacy. Who is that? The guy that, yeah, he's the man that shot up, murdered all those people in Mother Emanuel Church.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't call his name.
0: Okay. Well, good for you. I you know that kind of stuff make gives me nightmares. But in any case,
4: can I segue into something, Dominique? Can I yeah, segue into yeah. something? Yeah. Go ahead. Segue away. My meds. My meds cost in excess of four thousand dollars a month. Wow. And you know I'm a firm believer in the law of large numbers. The more people in the system, the tighter the the um, variability with the highest peak. And and I, I say that because Medicare for all would be, I mean, is is a no-brainer statistically. It's a no-brainer. The more I agree,
0: I have, I can't I can't name any Republicans that believe that other than you. But um, I agree well, absolutely. Medicare for all would solve a lot of our problems. Yeah, it's expensive, but so is so are um, homeless people dying in the street. So are so are hospitalizations of people who don't have insurance. I was just reading about Mary Lou Retton. She she didn't oh, have yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah. A famous gymnast uh-huh. can't afford it. Um, and you know, even though there's a penalty for not getting it, like many Americans opted to live without it. Yes, to Medicare for all. Absolutely,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm assuming, and not
4: just stateside, not just right. stateside, but globally.
0: Oh, globally. Okay, I'm assuming you didn't watch Biden yesterday at Mother Emanuel A.M.E. Church. Uh, I rarely
4: watch TV, so I don't know why I um, subscribe to. Uh, yeah. well, he network, was he
0: was but, pitching yeah. to uh, he was pitching black voters, speaking out against mm-hmm. racism, and uh, he was talking about that shooting in 2015 at the Mother Emanuel Church, where nine people were murdered. By a guy named Dylan Roof. That's all.
4: Okay, milk it for all it's worth. That was yesterday. Um, yeah. Well. Okay. I
0: mean, I think my friend Jasmine Kenick makes a good point that we don't know how how much longer that will be the go to for politicians as as people are leaving formal religion um, and you know and and younger Black Americans are not necessarily going to be reached that way, but the the uh, thought, the impetus, the initiative in in speaking out against white supremacy was appreciated he was interrupted by protesters calling for a ceasefire in gaza and um he handled it well clearly they were prepared for it because the the chat crowd started chanting four more years and drowned those people out anyway um yeah d uh, i agree uh medicare for all and i think the cost will be outweighed by the benefit giving you the last 30 seconds
4: here. Certainly, which is why what happened in California is a positive development. You know, the more people you have enrolled, the lower the cost on average.
0: There goes that economist hat that you put on once again. But this is what people didn't understand when uh, the president put forth, when Obama put forth Obamacare, which was Affordable Care Act, More Americans are bankrupt by medical bills out of control than any other single thing, and black people are disproportionately impacted. Next step, Medicare for all. Let's do it. Looking forward to the conversation with Freeway Ricky Ross next on KBLA Talk 1580.